This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to episode 124 Celtic Rooms TV, the Balls and Balvin podcast with your host Mark and myself, Paul. Join us tonight. Uh, we'll have Terence after a brief absence uh, from the podcast. Uh, that's Terence161 from our phone page, www.celticlumens.co.uk. You can check all the other links to the podcast in our description below. On today's podcast, we'll talk about uh, yesterday's team and last against uh, uh, Royal FC as uh, Ibrox. Uh, is this team bigger? Uh, yeah. Is our squad actually better than we actually think with some fringe pair of staff to get the views of Terence and Mark and that? And who has the bragging rights over the summer? According to Sky Sports, it's Rangers who would have the bragging rights uh, over the summer uh, with their comments yesterday. And please, anything you guys in the chat uh, want to discuss, please let us know. Firstly, though, I'll send off to Mark for a few shout-ups. Hey, thanks very much, Paul. A few shout-outs for some of the boys off the forum. Hey, old Tim Alloy at Glasgow Green. Uh, big Campsy as well. Uh, shout out to Richie as well. He's back into the more if he can into get his his last round is it a round of chemotherapy or one of chemotherapy, whatever it is. But he's getting to get his last round of that the more in. Uh, his numbers, his cancer number things are looking a lot better than they were the last time. So hopefully again it's working out. So a big shout out to Richie there. We're all hope cheering on you, bud. Uh, some folk in your chat there. Mikey, nice to see you, Mikey. Mike, I noticed, I don't know, I've missed a call for you, I didn't even notice, I've been sitting at the computer and it never even rang, bud. Bobby, nice to see you again, Bobby. Brian, nice to see you, bud. Mika Yogo's number one fan there, Brian, isn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I can't get this to move up, just in case I missed it. Big Jabber, right? nice to see you, Jabber, too, as well. Uh, that's just that Paul got on with it, bud. Is it? So Celtic suffered a 3 nil defeat uh, at Ibox yesterday, Yes. Uh, Pete uh, ran into changes with Hart, Rallison, Kobayashi, Starfield, Balbi, McGregor, O'Reilly, Hitate, Abada, O, and Yata. Uh, I was in favour of changes, Mark, if, uh, if, if, for, for this game, but I, I, I'm a, a Celtic fan, and every Celtic fan doesn't want to get beaten by their rivals. And if you're a fringe player and if you're getting the chance to play in a big game, you, you have to take your chance. And not just the fringe players, Mark, but for me, the, the whole team was atrocious yesterday. Did they take the foot off the gas, Mark, that the league was won and we didn't put much effort? Should, uh, if that is the case, Paul, that's, that's shocking. I mean, Star, yeah. I, I thought Starfield was only half-decent player on the park yesterday. Cal McGregor, Cal McGregor get bullied in that midfield, that can't well. Well, Mark, we proved our point about him in that role when he lost that ball. Evening, you, evening, you, Deef. Nice to see you in again, mate. Mark, we 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 proved our point yesterday. 
uh, with McGregor playing that pivot role. One, he kind of made a similar mistake in Europe. And two, we saw that yesterday from the pass back to for the pass out from Joe Hart, he loses the ball to passing it back to Stafford. Like, we signed a rattle. Like I mean, if if he's if he's testing these fringe players in 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 another position, why wasn't the rattle thrown in there yesterday? Do you get? Do you know? I but even at that, Paul, I even don't. I don't think a water would have made the, the kind of difference that I think we need. I mm-hmm. he's an out and out CDM, but I'm just talking about actual physicality, Paul. About mm-hmm. thinking mm-hmm. about. That. I mean. We know Big AJ is a bit of a machine. We know that he doesn't shirk a few tackles. But Ralston as well. Ralston, I thought, I mean, Ralston, many times have we said that he's a good enough backup. But he doesn't, he, he doesn't usually miss out on the kind of physical side. I just felt as if the full team get kind of bullied yesterday, Paul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. We, we were kind of jumping out of... All the challenges again, Mark, like we've seen in previous derbies. You know, what I mean, it's who knows I do, Mark. These games are running the midfield, and again, we saw Rangers dominate that midfield area. Do you think does and Mark maybe in these games maybe play two pivots in, in the center and, and you know, McGregor and the thing about it, Paul. See, even like you even take like the team yesterday, right, and say. Take out O'Reilly or Hatati and put Scott Brown in there. It's a totally mm-hmm. different. It's a totally different. That's the kind. Of, that's the type of player with we've no go. Do you know what I mean? Somebody like that, like a Scott. Why I'm kind of shouting for Mark is why I'm kind of shouting for Haksabanovic in that centre role because he has that physique. Aye, I'd like to see Haksabanovic get a wee chance in there. That's because I think he has the. the the, the passing range, Mark, and he has the skill set to play that role, and he's not going to be using what kind of speed he has. Do you know what I mean? Aye. I, I think that role would, would would suit him. You know, like, but if, but as for Scott Brown left, it's that the 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 Bill and Gerard used that tactic. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And he tried to just like out muscle, out muscle, out, out just bullies in the midfield and to get away with it. And then uh, Van Bronckhurst, he tried to get, he went back to try and out plays in that. And Bill, and yesterday, back into that kind of just the old tactics, and it worked again. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, something, it's something that, I mean, everybody, and everybody's saying it's a deep rubber game, but it doesn't really matter. There's no deep rubber game, no. rivals. No, no, it's a rival. It's a, it was a meaningless game apart from the actual, like you're prayed for the next couple of days. That's the kind of thing. Uh, but it was just, nah, it was just a Celtic, just it was absolutely atrocious, atrocious mm-hmm. across the board. Uh, and he's got to take some of the blame out for, for his team selection. But again, he came out and says he, he, thought, he'd, he thought he'd put players out there that were good enough to do the job. But mm-hmm. the actual performance, he, a lot of the players and I said on the forum I hate you hate slagging off Cal McGregor but that's got to be one of probably the worst performance I can remember Cal McGregor ever playing a Celtic jersey mm-hmm. and, and again Paul if the team's no doing, doing well on the park you're looking to your captain to get them get them going and gee them up a bit and I get that and nothing like that was happening the, the, the full team just kind of looked lost yesterday 
Mm-hmm. I mean, we pass it, passing about and passing about. I we, we beat them in possession, but you're passing it about back your, between your centre halves and stuff like that. It doesn't even make any it, difference. It, it was kind of going back to <laughs> Brendan Rodgers' mark, pointless possession, like this. Aye, aye. That's yeah. it. It's pointless possession. Just put, keep the ball and just keep pass it about. And, and we're, we're sitting there even like two nothing down. And who knew if we could have sneaked a goal back, what would have happened? Their, their backsides might have collapsed. You'd never know, but even the 2 nothing doing that Celtic one, really. I mean, where, you look at that performance yesterday and then you look at other performances throughout the season, Paul, there was no depressing, there was no pressing, there, weren't, there was no you know, like connection, do you know what I mean? There was no, no connection between the two. You know, players. watching that game yesterday, Mark, right? And you take me either out of that team, and there's no press there. There's Aye. nothing there. There's no press there. And and I said it in the last derby we played them when Maida pushed over to the right hand side and Yasser switched off to the left. That's when Tavernier got his two goals. You know, and like as you said there, if Celtic got a, a goal back. At one nil, uh, I missed a chance because I was away in the morning. But I, I, I saw the, the the highlights of it. Like, like Mark, like that was a bad miss. Like, you know what I mean, that was a bad. That that, that, that should have been put away, in my opinion. Always miss. Aye, but you know what I mean, I mean the guy, big was getting that time. He's no good enough for Celtic. Now, it's his, that time he's, he's wrote off already, Paul, with a width of a post. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know it was a terrible missing that, but I keep saying it. Look at some of the sitters Kyogo's missed through the season. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't go that far. You know, I mean, right, right in the pull that off because no, I know, well, no, I mean it was a, we, it was we a can go back. It was, but it was again, it was unlucky pulling away. Mm-hmm. We can. And go he did, he did do well the way he controlled it and get the ball, the ball or the keeper in that as well. But then, then again, Mark. That was the only opportunity all got. There was no other real opportunity that he got because a bad and Yasser were non exist. A bad absolutely ganting performance for him yesterday as well. I know he's just coming yeah. back for that. I would injury. actually before Mark James Forrest to have started <laughs> if, if I'd known about his performance there. I, I don't care what they're coming out with and saying, but I'm just saying that everything's all right and a bad is saying that everything's all right. He wants to stay here. Is there any way he wants to stay here? Mm-hmm. If, if, he's, if he's coming out, he, why is he saying different stuff when he's away in Israel and places like that? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like- I mean, as I said, he's coming back for injury, but. To even put in that level of performance yesterday was a, a complete embarrassment for him. Like, man, what like, what, what you're saying there, like, 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 always getting pelters, Mark saying he's not good enough. And but what opportunity did, did he get? One and one only opportunity that he got, you know. And how many, how many, well, once he went off, how many opportunities did Kyogo get? Nothing. So if, the, if the striker's not getting getting serviced, how's he meant to do anything? Exactly, exactly. Uh, there's just one position mark that kind of really concerned me yesterday is the left back. With with, uh, with, with uh, he's just not looking. It's just it looks. It doesn't seem to be able to 
fancy a kind of physical side mm-hmm. of things and that, and he, and he just seems that wee, didn't he? he? Just seems that small compared to the rest of the players on the park. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but I can't. But spent a fair whack on him, too. Do you know, what I mean, that's a that's a strange one, that Paul. What's that? The Burnaby. Why? Why? I mean, we're we're going about how good Angie's scouting and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? But was it we spent about four, four and a half million mm-hmm. on Burnaby? Mm-hmm. And I mean, just, things are looking. The new it's been a complete waste of money. To be honest. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you could you could look at it that way, but I suppose what 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 we can do is the end of the season is what what what, what happened to Taylor or what happened to the likes of Radisson maybe get this extra first full kind of pre-season under Ange, get your first season under the way, do you know what I mean? Some people just need that little bit, but like I hope I'm wrong and that, that he he walks out markets, but you said there, like, that's a lot of money for Celtic to pay on a young player. I know he's a project, like, but we've seen projects under Ange, Mark, go straight into the team. Aye. You know, he's flung players into derby games afford, do you know what I mean? And it's worked mm-hmm. out. It's just, I, Brian, I totally agree with that. Just the, the overreaction. You just need to look on the forum or look at Twitter and things like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, we're sitting, ah, we're upset we get beat. But as you say, there's no need to, I mean, there's people actually like, oh, this, that's his name showing signs that they're catching up with and garbage like this. I mean, it's just unbelievable that some of the nonsense but th- Celtic fans come out with just because we lost a game. I'm thinking, I'm taking this mark as Ange actually seen his squad in debt. Is this squad in debt good enough to what Ange wants? And that's the progress in Europe. And if he can't beat his rivals with these squad of players, Mark, Ange is going to replace them. That's what I'm hoping. But I'm just looking at. But who? Who really? Mm-hmm. Right? Who? Who? The for a start, Ange brought in Kobayashi. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to replace him. He brought in O. She's not going to replace him. Mm-hmm. And uh, and people forget as well, Paul. These guys are they came in here in January straight. But after does, a full season, Mark. Aye, exactly. they've had a full season and they've been sitting with their feet up. I mean, you know? Kobayashi came in at the very start, but it was it was well late on in the month. Mind we were between O and the other Korean striker we were chasing. Mind we were after two of them, and that's how it kind of dragged on. I the think other... Mark as well, like you know, what I mean, I like people like kind of not looking at it as well, like like this is really the first time this backline played together, and there's going to be kind of very little understanding and what kind of player is do you know aye you know aye. it's 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 overreacting but i would mark and i i like if you if if you're looking at one thing mark i still think we need a third striker you know oh i really agree with that. i do agree with that aye you know but I, that, that, I mean that's boy that they're talking about for uh, the Dutch team that Barkas is at Utrecht. I mean, they're wanting 12 million euros for him. Yeah, right? that that boy. I can't see Celtic spending that on him. To be no. honest, either right away, Paul. Even if even if he could get back some money off it with the Barkas thing. But is it this guy's got looking to step up to the next stage of his career? He's not got to come here and be back up to Kyogo and all. 
or even just Kyogo, do you know what I mean? But that kind of thing, it's there's no way that it'll be a deal like that. I keep saying it, Paul. What you should what it needs to be is either a young boy through your like your your academy, or it's like an old guy, an older guy that's just happy to be training, being about a club and be happy to get the odd. Mind like when they brought in Defoe and things like that, that kind of mm. idea. If he's needed, he's, he's there and ready to go. Because mm-hmm. as we say, they're not, they're not going to get that much game time. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Duncan is in there, I think Andrew... Evening, realizes, evening John. Thanks for coming in again, uh, mate. John says, I think Andrew realises that uh, we are very weak strength-wise. Kobayashi is, is, is too weak. We have no height. Uh, no height. Rangers have always to do big, strong central defenders and midfielders. But I don't think Andrew... He, he he came up and said that before, Mark, didn't he? He doesn't want those players. That's not the way he plays with these no, big, strong... We've got Carter Vickers, but he's good in there, even though he's, he's wee in height compared to a lot of centre, centre halves. But he's still good in there. And that's that That was the big miss, miss yesterday, Paul. Mm-hmm. That was, for me, the big miss, the biggest miss was Carter Vickers. There he is, the, the return of the king there, Terence there. Mm-hmm. Going to fire the link out for you, Ter. You know, we, we, we definitely made him, and I, I think, Mark, we, we missed Taylor as well. <laughs> Aye. Just, see, again, maybe Taylor off injured the Ibrickson that we fell apart, we fell apart in that game. Mm-hmm. And again, yesterday, Paul, you just, you see, you just realise how important Taylor is to the way Ange wants the team to play. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's, he's, a, he's one of the most important players in Ange's system. Mm-hmm. And he understands that role now as well, Mark. I mean, maybe... Do you think maybe that's what I said? Maybe draw pre-season, like, like, but is but has has Badby had enough time, Mark, to, to show it to get used to that role, Mark, and get up to uh, speed with Andrew's system? Uh, do, you, do you know? I, like, I, I can't be saying pre-season for every single player, can you? No, you know? but you st- you'd, ex- you'd still expect to be putting a better performance in that Paul than he did yesterday. You know because. Every pass by him, really, Mark was kind of going astray. He was getting run ragged down the he was, you know, just run ragged all day, man. And, and he was targeted. That's I probably, aye, aye. He was, but he was targeted as the weak, the weak spot of the team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, good to see you back, Terence. Welcome back. We well are, you know, good, good yourself. I'm all right, boys. I'm alive. <laughs> yeah, it's the main thing, anyway. Right? Thank God, thank God. Uh, nice to have you. Nice to have you back, Terence. Cheers, boy. Cheers. Nice yeah. to be here. Your thoughts, yes, to Terence. Like people are saying, it was a dead rubber game. Myself and Mark are saying it's, it. There's no dead rubber between Celtic and, and and Rangers. But throughout the team, yes, there was a poor performance by everyone. Yeah, it, it was Paul. To be fair, and I I can understand both both sides of the argument. I I I had said to Mark we spoke before, and I reckoned it was. Rangers got to. I text Mark three one. I reckon Rangers were going to win. I suppose it was more the manner of performance by Celtic. That was the biggest thing. But it nearly to me looked like a combination of players watching themselves for the cup final, which is not necessarily always right, because the work rate and the tempo was it was, it was not existing compared to what you'd normally expect. And the other the other big things, a couple of big things for me were that. Some of the, if you want to call it replacements for the starters, there's a big gulf between them. 
there's a big gulf between Greg Taylor and and the the Argentinian lad. Like he, uh, he's had a good few games, and he 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 always seems to struggle. I've always thought he struggled. Like I heard Mark talking just there as well. Carter Vickers, Carter Vickers would not have lost that physical battle for the header with Suter. He just wouldn't have lost it. That's where Kobayashi is again. It's it's a slightly worrying thing that. The physicality, as a technical footballer, he's very good, but the physical side of it, I don't think he's 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 strong enough for that side of it because he was like it was it was a bread and butter, it was a simple cross, and Suter just just basically outmuscled him. He wouldn't have done that to Carter Vickers, you know. I thought Starfield and O'Reilly were probably the only two that were passable yesterday. I thought Starfield played well, apart from obviously the mix up for the last goal, but. He he held he played well in the back four like he did he did a fine game, and O'Reilly was the only one in midfield. Other than that, they were. But I just I I, I just think the, the the gulf between some of the starters and some of the replacements was was very clear to see yesterday for me, very clear. Mm-hmm. So you can't argue with that, Mark, can you? No, it's spot on. Yeah. Yes, every kind of. Overegged how good the squad is. We actually like to have to make it. I mean, look what happened. We made some changes against St. Martin and it went mm-hmm. belly up against him. We made changes yesterday, it went belly up there. But it's but it's no it's no coincidence, Mark, that that when certain changes are made, i.e. Carter Vickers doesn't start, they lose two games. Mm-hmm. You you know I mean if you looked no, at if you looked if you looked at the, if you looked at the, the the spine of the team, obviously Carter Vickers was gone. Um, the midfield was very quiet. Okay, I hope Kyogre didn't start, and I know oh, oh I thought he was unlucky because I I've seen lads in in the live chat, and I mean the guy's in the building five minutes, and they're basically saying he's he should be out the door. It's like I mean I I I really like Kyogre, I love him, but look at the amount of sitters he's missed this season. So you know, he's missed he's missed guilt edge chances in Europe and in the league. I know he still scored banged in thirty goals, but I mean all all looks like a decent player. He deserves a chance. I mean, if that's if that's five inches, six inches the other way, it's a goal. So I mean I and I know people have said oh, he had seven he only had seven touches or eight touches in the game. Again, Kyogo doesn't have an awful lot of touches in the game if you ever watch it. But also the striker's only as good as the service and he got no service. He got no sort of like Leah Abada to me looked like a, a guy that that is heading out. I know he there's all the links, but he looked like a guy to me that was of that frame of mind, who's normally a much better player than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this seems to be something Mark on about heart there in the live chat. Your your thoughts and. Oh, I, I think we think I think we should bring in a new keeper next season. I've been seeing that for a while. He's doing making that. I think I've said it on here as well, Paul. Just, I, I, he's done a good turn for us, but the Craig God, the Craig Gordon kind of save yesterday was just I was oh, here we go. Do you know what I mean? But I mean, there Bobby saying we were only talking about Hart being tremendous two weeks ago against him in the semi final, but. How many how many games can you actually remember like Hart saving us in? I mean you can you can go back and think of games at Arthur Boric and that Fraser Foster saved us in. 
Are we looking for a new keeper, though? This seems to be... I don't, I, I don't think we will be. But I don't we'll, think we will be, but I think we should be. But, even in Red Bull, mate. Even in thanks for coming in, mate. But look what was in front of Hart as well yesterday, Mark, as well. I mean, you have one, you have one regular starter that's playing in the back four. Like. I, 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 I get your point. I get your point. Like, I mean, I thought he probably could have done a little bit better for the the first goal in, in, in where he cleared it to. But he was, he had one, one regular, play, one of the, of the regular players that he would play with all season in the back four. That has to, that has to have a, a factor in it. But I, I understand where you're coming from with that they might need it. They might need to look at a, an, another keeper because obviously Segrist, whatever's happened to him, he's, he seems to have been injured a lot this season, but that's that's the only thing I would say on 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 the heart situation situation there. You know, not playing with the the same guys all the the regular back four of Vickers. Obviously, I know Johnson's out, but even even if it was even if it was Ralston, Starfield, Vickers, and 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 Taylor. Do you know what I mean? There's there's some there's some common ground. I mean, I mean those that's probably the first time those four guys have played together. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye, definitely. You know, I don't. I even, evening, evening, Peter. Thanks for joining us, mate. I think, Mark, uh, we stick with Hart for next season, and I think we could probably bring in a keeper, maybe next January for a transition period under Joe Hart. You know, because something's up. For me, something looks up with with, with Seagrass there because he's fit and he's still not getting in the the squad. You know, did did, did Seagrass say something or it should suggest that he should be number one or or something like that? I don't know, but he doesn't seem to be uh, in the pecking order at the moment, does he? No, no. Mind of get Barkus coming back as well. Do you think maybe? <laughs> no, I'm just saying it, Mark. I, no, I said that to Mikey last night. Yeah. Is there, and is I was always under the pressure, Mark. And I said that. I said this last season, Mark. Uh, two seasons ago, when we had Barkast, that, that he was the only keeper capable of playing the way Andrew wants to play with his legs. I mean, the yeah. guy never really got a chance. I mean, he came in during that crazy COVID season. His confidence was just rattled. I mean, he's been early to Holland. He's one of the best keepers around Holland. That team would love to say, keep him, but can he afford him? And I, what I didn't twig to Mikey said to me as well was, mind Ange is Greek as well. Could Ange get, get into his seat and get him back on side? I don't know, though. Could, does Barkas want to come back, Mark? I think he's kind of... Slated Celtic, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but could yeah. You, that's what I'm saying, but look at the way he... he Look at where you see it this full year from winter in Scotland, you know what I mean? Oh, I agree with you, but what I'm saying is when he was in over in Holland, obviously whatever he did some interview and he basically said, If I would never if any keeper ever asked me about it, he said I'd never recommend him to go to Celtic. Something along those lines. Would you would you recommend it to go and play somewhere after the year that you've had? That's what I'm saying. Oh, I, 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 un, I, I, under, I understand that, but what I'm saying is if you're a player that's out on loan and you know you're going to be coming back, are you are you digging a hole for yourself by saying those things? If he, if he, was, permanently, if he, if he was permanently moving, I can understand it. I, that's fair enough. Players just go to certain clubs and it doesn't work out and they'd be like, 
I'd have a horrendous time. But he, he knows he's more than likely coming back. And to say that I would say I would basically tell, tell any other keeper if they were asking me, whatever you do, definitely don't sign for Celtic. But he's coming back to Celtic as a Celtic player. I don't know if he's doing himself any favours saying that. Do you know what I mean? Oh, if, he, if, he oh, feels, oh. if he feels that way, keep it himself. Like that's all I'd say. I wouldn't get it out. I wouldn't put it in the out in the public domain. Uh, Rebel eighty six saying I'd play Welch before Kobayashi in the final with Inverness will play to Fiz- It's not gonna happen, is it? I don't think it'll just go any harm, but I don't that's a fair shoot. You know, we don't think it's gonna happen. I, I, as Mark said there will go <coughs> uh, before Terence came on, Ange bought in Kobayashi and Ange is gonna stand by his signings. You know, I think Welch was more than likely going to be out the door. In, in January, Mark only for yen. Aye, aye. Went out in January. You know, I, I, I don't, I can't see Welch starting, starting there. You know, no chance. No, I don't think so. I don't think that's like when it, it, it was done. Do you need it? When it was done, do you need it? to be gone in January? Yeah, for London, Mark. Yeah, for London. Aye, it was all set up in Celtic pulled the plug on it for no apparent reason. For Welsh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I, I liked Welsh, but I was always, always hopeful that he was going to get a make it at Celtic. But he's obviously no new. I used to joke about future Celtic captain Welsh and stuff like that for a laugh. But again, I mean, I know it was only Dundee United that were in, in from for loan, but I mean, there was talk of teams were in Italy and that scouting them and stuff like that. You didn't, you, but, yeah. But you've also, you've also to remember the Mark people are saying, and I. I obviously agree in the sense of the physicality side that Kobayashi was a bully big time. But Welsh was bullied. That's it, Mirren game. Welsh had a horrendous time. Welsh and Yens were centre-backs and they had a horrendous time in that St. Mirren game that Celtic class 2-0. The, I don't know what, the centre-forward for St. Mirren. He had, he pushed them all over the place. He had them... He, you know, so like the physicality side of things is fine saying bringing in Welsh because he's more physical than Kobayashi. But like as I said, I watched watched him in a few games, and he he's been he's been out muscled by physical centre forwards, and the, the Saint Mirren game is a prime example of that. Like, mm-hmm. like everyone is kind of having a go to defence and 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 heart. Like, but look look on for from that. Like what you said, Mark. There at the start, there was no press there. There was nothing from. Midfield backwards supporting the defense either, like they just walked straight to us. Like we were constantly on the defensive, and there, there, there was nothing there from, from the attack. I mean, we know Yata really marked as Yata track back, a ballad in track back. You know, I think uh, we, we missed Maida badly yesterday. You know, to start oh, back I'd say I'd say Tavernier was doing cartwheels inside in the change room when he saw it. My it wasn't my it wasn't there and it was Jota. Because my it run all day and won't give him an ounce of time. Whereas as you said, Jota, as quality as he is going forward, there is the tendency to be a little bit slack going back and 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 on numerous occasions when he has marked Tavernier, he 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 struggles to get back. And sure, they were constantly down 
They are right inside Celtic's left hand side all day long, all day long. You know, as I said, but I I do think Pollitt's. I think fellas are. I think it's the cup final. I think fellas have their heads on the cup final. I genuinely, fellas are watching themselves. Injuries. I'm not making excuses for the performance. That's what I thought yesterday. That's what I was, I was kind of saying to you, Mark. There at the start, like did we just take our heads off the ball? That it was at the end of season thing, you know, and that they're looking ahead for the final, Mark, and you know. But you're starting the starting lineup suggested that Paul. Like if Celtic had drew it, if Celtic had drew it, Hearts, and they needed a result yesterday, I think major think maybe that team wouldn't have started. Was any more faithful for his his players, Terence, or for well, the I, final I, with the, with the, with, that he knew Rangers would be aggressive in this game? Oh, well, listen, I I I actually was saying that as well to to Mark before I said that was one of my biggest fears was they have they have not what what would it mean yeah. for a Lundstrom to get a red card? It yesterday, and if he absolutely breaks him McGregor in two, means nothing. Like he, well, he's seen, he's he's finished. Like you know what pissed me off yesterday? Right. All the tackles in that <laughs> game, and it was Calamac in the first bucket. But Kevin Kevin eighty three said it. Like you man Cantwell, the guy who wears the hairband. First, when he scored, he basically nearly went into the crowd. No oh, card. He actually caught a tattoo around the neck. No card. He caught Jot around the ankle. No card. And there was another one or two. And as soon as McGregor, it wasn't even a tackle. It was more coming together. And your man goes down. The referee couldn't get the yellow card or quick enough. And Kevin, Kevin 83 said that on, on the live chat. He said, I guarantee the, the, fir- the first player to be booked to be a Celtic player, the first tackle. And it wasn't even a, and it wasn't even a tackle by McGregor. It was more coming together to try to win the ball. And the referee... Cantwell's only as good as my late mother's fucking vagina rotten in her fucking grave. That's what he is. Oh, fuck <laughs> That's fucking woeful part, poor man. <laughs> That's how good he is, like. That's how good he is. A fucking TikTok there with teenage girls. You want to watch what he's fucking doing in TikTok with the fucking Pierce Nibby on his door. That's what I fucking will. You know? Fucking you could have just, just said he was a bad player. That would have just... Fucking <laughs> <laughs> fanny is all he is. Jesus Christ. Trying to grow a moustache down my fucking hairs and my toes than he does in his moustache. But as of you, you guys with hair, Paul, you're getting fucking. Is, <laughs> huh? is this another hair issue because he's got the big phone? Oh, he just bugged me. He, he goes on like that. He's this tough guy. All right? That he's this tough guy and saying before the match, would Callum McGregor give all players water? Do you know what I mean? What shit's that? Man, you're doing TikTok with fucking teenagers. You know, you're dancing on TikTok with fucking teenage girls and teenage boys. You fucking filthy fecker. You know, bollocks that he's fucking this tough guy. I guarantee if you saw him in the fucking street and you said boot him, he'd probably run and start dancing, running away. Fucking fanny is all he is. (laughs) Fucking brilliant, man. Biggest fucking way. And you know what the best thing is? They want to build the club around him next season. Let them build the club around him because you know what will happen? It's hope that will kill fucking Rangers. Hope will kill them because they have hope after this derby and it's the hope that will kill them because they're building a team on Cantwell who's probably doing TikTok in the fucking dressing room before the game, dancing, asking fucking Raskin to film him. Do you know what I mean? Jesus Christ, give me fucking strength. <laughs> so, what, so what do you really think of him, though? I can't. <laughs> 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 I 
he's more so big there that he could he's more to be holding the fucking camera while he's filming the fucking the, the, the TikTok video. You know? Oh my god. <laughs> 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 oh god, I'm starting. That was the poll at the poll and can well TikTok here Jesus, because no one mentioned Toby tonight, all right? When he bumps poor Toby, by gossip, by gossip, by gossip. Brian says, can't be on Tumble are very friendly. But in all fairness to me, he got away with it yesterday. As I said, he bullied her full midfield yesterday. Yeah, he did. He was like fucking Billy Elias dancing. That's when he, he was dancing, basically fucking dancing when he was over at the ball. Well, the referee was poor. The referee was poor. I, I like. I'm not saying the referee it would have altered the, the result, Mark. But the referee was very, very poor on that side of things. Uh, I mean, there was no. This is my take now, right? It's uh, and I, I'm going to throw this out to you there. The referees were intimidated, nobody given a decision against Rangers because of what has, has happened. One, the Willie Cullum a few years back. Now Kevin Clancy, they're afraid of their life to give a decision or booking or red card to a Rangers player at the moment because of what the fans will do and what the club will write to fucking discuss your fair. That's a fair point. They're not, they're not denying that, Paul. They're definitely not denying that. But I'd, I'd, or I'd a sneaky suspicion that we'd have got a penalty against him yesterday. Mm-hmm. But like if you look at Goldson's one, it's like I mean that's a penalty all year round in every oh, every God. every 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 ground, every ground it's a penalty because whether whether someone says oh the ball just rolled in his hand, you can look at the one F E Ambrose was given against him the time he played against Celtic okay. there for whoever it was, the one against uh, Bernabe when he jumped up and it he didn't even his hand was behind his back. Once the ball touches your hand in certain in nearly every ground, maybe it probably hearts slightly different. Like it, it's a penalty. If that was rules reverse, it was a penalty. There's no question about it. And you know, to to say that they've gone through a whole season without giving the penalty away at home is is beyond laughable. And then, just as I said, some of the, the decisions from the ref in regards to how your man didn't get a card during the game, at, at least one card, which again, it's. It's laughable, and when McGregor makes a challenge and it's not even a tackle, it's the card can't come out quick enough. As I said, I, I don't think that had any massive bearing on the game because, like you, Mark, I believe they they basically himself, Raskin and your man Lumstrom, they just said they just bullied the Celtic midfield like they do in, in these games. As you always say midfield is where the game is won and lost in these matches, and Celtic's midfield was very quiet yesterday. Uh, before we move on from that, uh, what what do you think Ange could take from this game, Terence? And going into the end of season transfer windows, there anything you think he, he he might think after watching this game, looking at his squad that he needs to strengthen? What position is our positions particularly? You think? For for me, Paul, I would think a hundred percent he would need one centre back, depending obviously if. Carter Vickers or Starfield left. If obviously either of those left, he'd need two. But he, I think he needs a centre back. For me, he needs a left full. He needs 
basically a, a proper holding midfielder or that kind of position and a centre forward. They need a, they need a, they need a second a third centre forward. You need to be able to play with three centre forwards. That'd be it'd be my four positions off the top of my head. Fair enough, maybe a wing a winger with a bad of going, but certainly I would I would say left back, centre back, centre midfield, centre forward. Down the middle, down the spine in particular, I think, because I don't think the Argentinian lad is I, I think I any of the games I've seen him play and even against lesser teams, he, he struggled badly the time he played against Hearts. He struggled badly yesterday against Rangers and they'd be two of your hardest grounds to go to in Scotland, to be fair. But he hasn't shown a huge amount to me that that you know if Greg Taylor got injured that he would fill you with confidence if he came in. You know that, so that that's why I would say for him, and and same down, said centre back, someone strong in the middle, and another centre forward. That would be my choice. Mm-hmm. Mark yourself. Hey, I just said I would still I would still like to see bring in a goalkeeper, Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with Terence about the left back. I'd throw the goalkeeper in there, but basically what Terence is saying. No, I definitely want to see adding some a bit more. Muscle to our midfield. I don't know even as if oh you've got big boss and low coming through, but you're not want to get into, you're not want to throw him into these type of games as a young lad. And then mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? He might be have a bummer of a game and he's getting the kind of treatment that the rest of the kind of French players are getting. But <clears throat> it's, see, I don't. But not, apart from like the same, that kind of physical presence in the midfield, we're not actually screaming out for any first-team players. I mean, are, are, we, are we actually overreacting to this loss yesterday when we're sitting here saying, do you get what, the way we're talking about? I mean, well, if, I, I, I wouldn't be thinking about the match yesterday. Are we going to buy a better, buy a better left-back in Taylor? Well, it's not even a better... It's, 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 it's a minimum he has to be equal to Taylor. A minimum he has to be equal. Ideally... Better, like if you look at if you look at the way Juranovic left, if but if you look at the way Juranovic left, and we were all like, oh god, and Alistair Johnson's come in, and in my opinion, Alistair Johnson looks a better player than Juranovic. Oh, I totally agree with that a million percent terms. So, like, if you if if my fear is if Greg Taylor got injured for the Champions League, would you be comfortable with Bernabe there at left foot? And my answer would be no, no chance. Whereas, whereas if if for argument's sake, if Alistair Johnson got injured, would you be happy enough for Ralston at right back? Yeah, I would, because you know he'd do a job. He he's not obviously as good as him, but he could certainly do a job. The gulf between Alistair Johnson and Ralston is, you know, reasonable, but the gulf between Taylor and Burnaby is massive. No, massive. It's a, it's a chasm, isn't it? It's massive. It's day and night. And that's 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 my worry. And the same way it would be with Kobayashi and Carter Vickers. It's 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 different planets. I mean, so so that, we talk we talk about signing. Well, we should we need to sign like a, a backup squad players and strengthen the squad. And, and it's like first that. team players. It's first I team mean, players. But the way he seems the, the the way Ange talks in that, I think Ange is kind of made the the kind of well, was obviously a kind of project. But I think Ange is made the type of manager. That, if I'm buying somebody, I want them to be better than what's already there. Hundred percent. But we we had this discussion, Mark. Celtic are now in the Champions League. 
Celtic, even if they made three signings or four, only four signings, there should be a serious marquee signing. There should be a serious signing that basically, like for Adam's sake, if it's a number, if it's a number ten position or someone like that, or or a or a, or a big CDM, but it needs to be like a serious like or something to get the fans excited. A twelve, a twelve million guy that everyone knows. Oh my God, he's coming to Celtic! Fantastic. Not, not someone that no one, no one knows. Like a real because they're going. Look, the money's going to be there. They're in a good financial position. They should be able to go. We can bring him in, and we can pay him fifty grand a week. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And it's a name when you bring him in that he said that it's, as I said it to you before, if Celtic are in the Champions League this season and say next season and season after, they should be able to make three marquee signings, one each year. And you can, you can feed, you can have your, if Ange has a couple of gems from from wherever to come in underneath it and they're two and three million, fair enough. But I really do think Celtic need to push the ball on and go 10, 12, 13 million pound player. Because at the end of the day, a five, six million pound player or seven million, million pound player is the equivalent of two million three years ago, four years ago. The, mar- the market's gone up so much. Aye. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not. You're definitely not getting the same kind of volume for money. You go even just in terms, even a lot three or four year ago. Well, you um, could look. You could, you could look at it in Scotland alone. If 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 if, so, if Celtic had gone for, is, um, what's the what was the Hibs fella sent for Nesbit? Was it mm-hmm. when it was leaked to them? If they were going for him, it was probably going to be. They were probably going to be looking for about five million for him at the time. So if, sending, if that's your five million, do you know a, a proper, proper player that you could think is can sit, play in the Celtic team in the Champions League, you need to be able to go at 12, 13, 14 million. I know people would say the Celtic will never pay that. But at some stage, they have to move the uh, ball. Uh, eventually, they will. I've, I've said that for years on the forum. I said, eventually, Celtic will sell. Well, at the time, I said like, it'll be 20 million pound, a 20 million pound player. We've done that, but just with the way with inflation, the way transfers are gone and stuff like that, eventually Celtic will spend twenty million pound mm. on a player and sell a player for fifty million pound. Exactly. Maybe not be for another five year, but it will eventually yeah. kind of happen. But you're not you're not always going to get lucky. Where 
where Ange has been so excellent that he's able to get a an O'Reilly for so little money, a Tate mm-hmm. for such small money, Maeda for reasonable money, Kyogo for in today when it's small money. You're not gonna you're not gonna continually get lucky to get these guys and they all tick. Do you know, we've had, we we can name name off tons of players that Celtic have bought for two and three and four million and or three million that were all been rubbish. But I think for the Champions League, and we said it before, Celtic need to make a marquee sign. A big marquee sign. Evening, you know James. What? Thanks, thanks very much for coming in, mate. I think that's a new, a new listener, maybe. Mm-hmm. Interview. Don't recognise. Uh, yes, recognize it was always name. on the cards. Uh, we haven't been playing well uh, the last few months with a full fence squad. Never mind the, the changes he made yesterday. You can agree with that, Mark Ranger. You mean that? Aye, aye. We haven't been at our best. You know, injuries didn't help either, and and stuff like that. Uh, Brian is saying we would be honestly having this conversation if we were. Of course, he wouldn't break. You know what I mean? That's just. They've got last one game to yes up to yesterday. So, you know, you know, one game that counts basically up to yesterday, one counting game you know, like in the league. So, game, like, the league, you know, so. you know what I mean? You know, you mean, Aber, Aber, Aber didn't want eight million for that duck. Duck, yeah. But yeah. well, this is this is this is my this is my point, Mark. So you mean for say, Celtic want to get a, a pay fifteen million and they'll have the money to get. A, a, a good proper a guy that you can go. So I can see he's a starter all day long, and he can he he'll play in Champions League and he won't look out of place. That's what Celtic need. They need that. You're just going back to Brian's thing there. Like, but, but we'll be having this conversation. Like that's like asking if my mom had a pair of balls, would she be my uncle? Do you know what I mean? You know, I mean in fairness, like if we won yesterday, we won't be looking at the cracks, but we lost. We're looking at the cracks. We're, we're trying to see. Where can we improve? You know, is this but, squad big enough? And I don't think it is. I don't think our squad is actually as good as we actually think. You know, yeah, and that's, a, and that's a fair point. I don't think going by the Champions League, if fans wants to take us into the Champions League, is this squad good enough to finish third in the Champions League? Is it? I you wouldn't know, think. I would. I would be. I honestly would be. If Ange has these aspirations, Mark, to take us to this next level, like and, and going back, what two of you are saying there is, like, we're going to have to spend that little bit more to bring in. Uh, but, but we knew that. I mean, that's we knew that already. Mm-hmm. Boys, not any day we got happened yesterday. Back to what Welchie said there before on the podcast. Will Ange actually get that? Because maybe all things are good in the rosy at the moment, Mark, because. And just kind of getting all these brilliant bargains at the moment. But what if Ange does want to go to that next level and the club don't back him, the club don't want that, that we've seen over previous years when Peter Law was there? That's nah, going to be... Think that's uh, no, nah, yeah. like, the, the days are long going. Has anybody heard Michael Nicholson speak yet? No. no. What a fantastic job he's done. Brilliant what a fantastic job. That's, that's what I see you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Fantastic job, and he he they they haven't got enough. I don't think they've got enough credit they deserve. They have done an outstanding job this year. To me, they've done every bit as good a job as Pasta Coglu, in my opinion, mm-hmm. because they have they have given Pasta Coglu everything he's required, all the tools, and said he's Pasta Coglu said we I want this guy, this guy, that guy, and everyone he they pretty much he's what he said they wanted. The board have gone. 
There you go. There you go. There you go. Not once have they interfered. They've 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 managed the foot. They've managed the Celtic club, and he's managed the football side perfectly. Right. And remember, Celtic are going to lose millions on Barkas. I guess he, I don't think we're going to lose money on Barkas. I, I really don't. I think we get close to four point five on 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 Barkas. Mark, I, I really think that the the, the last two, the last season that he's had, I think Celtic will gain back most of their money on that deal with him. I don't, th- I don't, I don't know if we'll get it all back, Paul. But we'll not lose much off him. I don't no, think. I think we'll get about four from Mark. I say. I mean, still, you still got. I mean, it's like Chris Sutton. Chris Sutton went to Chelsea with one bad move. Bar- mm-hmm. That's what it's, that's what it's been. Barker, Barker didn't become a bad goalkeeper just because he was at Celtic yeah. for a year and bad. Mm-hmm. I remember, um, I remember, boy, a long time ago. I remember Dennis Burke at Inter Milan was absolutely chronic. Mm-hmm. He was useless. He could, he couldn't. He just couldn't settle there. Sure, he went to Arsenal and sure. What a player! Like uh, no, I'm, not, I'm just obviously using it as an example. I'm not comparing anyone to anyone before anyone. Let's move anything, on. You know what I mean? The, the the doom and gloom of yesterday. You know, we we, we let them have their bragging rights uh, for the next couple of days, but we can't disguise sports. Yesterday, I don't know what that calls or the what, what was her name that the, the presenter that was on that yesterday. Sky Sports. Barber. Yeah. Rangers will have the bragging rights uh, for the summer. I think what she's forgetting is we have five trebles, potentially five trebles in the last seven years. We're going to equal, uh, is, are we going to equal or overtake their trophy hall? Uh, if we it, went would, to one, it would be if, if Celtic beat Inverness, I think they'll be one behind. You know I, mean? I think it'll be 100, I think it'll be 115 to 114. Someone can correct me. I but mean, I think it's 115 to 114. But Celtic would have more trebles if Celtic win. Yeah, I mean, like, but that last is getting absolutely crucified again on Twitter. We've seen that, but of course she is, right? Like, like, let's be honest, it's a slip of the tongue for a woman on the telly at the end of a game of football. You know, it's as if she did some big, it's as if she's to death the Pope or something like that. The way some people are getting on. I don't know. presenter. She just came out with some. She'd probably get told to say it even, I don't know, just some kind of off-the-cuff remark. I don't I don't honestly know what people are getting upset about it for. But what, what did what did people expect her to say? Rangers are going to leave. So the Rangers supporters here will now leave, they'll be leave very disappointed today. Oh, they, they were up, they were up. she was obviously gonna say, or oh, they'll be if it's on work on Monday, they'll be sagging the whoever if there's a Celtic fella there, they'll be saying, right. oh, we give you a hide and we hammer G. Blah 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 blah. It's, that's as you said, it's a it's a presenter just making a, a statement. Do you know what I mean? That's all it was. I mean, at the end of the day, the, the league trophy is going to Parkhead. The league cup isn't going in Parkhead. <laughs> the potential, the potential possibility of the Scottish Cup going to Parkhead. So, mm-hmm. regardless of, I, I think I think I think yesterday, yesterday was massively blown out of the water. Even some of the comments in the live chat, you would swear it was. Yeah, the, the, the League Cup and the, the, the Scottish Cup will put us ahead in actually overall uh, trophies, Terence. I know. Well, I wouldn't. I thought it would. I thought it would have been if they had won the two of them. It would have been. They would have had one hundred fifteen, and Celtic would have had one hundred fourteen. Yeah. That's where I read somewhere. But yeah. did listen. To be honest, yeah. it's all all the one to me. One say if one Celtic oh, yeah. beats Inverness yeah, and done with another treble, they'll be the happy. World's most successful club, Mark. Will they? You know? But Paul, I wonder will they take down their world? 
the more the world's most successful club. But they'll need to, wouldn't they? You know, you know, just going back to the Sky Sports presenter there, we probably see her on Cantwell's TikTok videos fucking next week. <laughs> TikToks with him. It's uh, Jeff Sterling yeah. called it called it as it was live in Soccer Saturday, but saying it was a consolation for Rangers. I think Rangers fans are all going mentally like Jeff Sterling for saying that. You know, they're going on like they won the trophy, and the only trophy they, they won was uh, we beat Celtic in the season trophy. That's all they won. You know, they've been hyped up. They've beat us. That is the, that's the, that's the highlight of the season. I just let them, let them rattle yeah. their gums for hope, a couple of days. Hope would kill them. You know what I mean? Give what, them hope. What you see, what you see, Paul. What you take, what you remember is, they they played players yesterday, right? Who don't, who haven't normally started. I certain fellas, I don't even know half their names. I have no interest in them anyway. Was certain fellas in positions that they didn't play the Morales and Kent and all that, and they now think we found a couple of gems. Mm-hmm. Oh, this fella's talking about this fella's cracking. That fella's super. Like yes, it it it, it was it was the derby match. Blah 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 blah. But one team was up for it, and one team clearly wasn't overly bothered. And that's the way it looked on the pitch, to be fair. Because that's as, that's as lazy a performance as you'd see on a Celtic all year. And you could see even... kind of hinted that he was laying it on the players. He was laying the blame on the players. I think mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not, he'd never come out through him under the bus, but... I think he could, he's kind of blaming the players for it as well. As you said, Terence, they just there was nothing, there was no, nothing in any of the jerseys. Like it's a it's a derby match. When have you seen a match like that that there hasn't been a real biting tackle by Celtic player? Even and even say Ralston. So what remind me of? Go back to the nineties when when I was younger and Rangers were winning all the titles and. Celtic would win that last season game. That can be done. We done in the year we were at Hamden. We beat them. We beat them three nothing. Mm-hmm. At Hamden, yeah. the last, the last, well, all firm at the time, all firm. That season we rent at Hamden. We beat, we beat them three nothing. Eh, was the Devat have scored one of the one of the goals off the top of my head? Yeah. And I, I mean, I was only quite young at the time, and I thought, oh, that's us. We're we're into him next season. We're, yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly, and yeah. it wasn't. It's, it's like a false dawn. You'd be, you'd be I mean? more. You'd be more. You'd be more. You'd be ten times more critical. I would of a performance like that in the cup final than it would be of yesterday. Mm-hmm. If Celtic put in a performance like that in the cup final, you'd be fuming. You'd be fuming. Oh, aye, aye. Celtic putting in a performance like that yesterday didn't overly surprise me. It didn't overly surprise me. As I said, I text Mark and we were chatting and I said, I reckon Rangers would have won 3-1. Well, it didn't, it didn't overly surprise me, though, some of the players, because I think players were genuinely minding themselves for the cup final. It was like, there was little or no tackles in that game. Certainly by a Celtic player. No, there wasn't. Um, there wasn't. Evening, Joe, evening, Joseph. Nice to uh, see you, mate. Hell, hell, boys. Ange will prove how good he is when Ange sorts out. Saturday's game and taunts things around. Uh, we must win the Scottish Cup and win the treble. But if we play like Saturday's game, uh, we'll win no cup. And I don't. I'm actually. I, I'm actually expecting uh, a reaction next week against Saint Mary. I'm just going to say that when you finish reading, Paul. I'm expecting a big reaction next week. The, uh, in his conference, well, Mark, look look what happened the last time we lost the game. 
you know so wow. i'm expecting a big peak because I, I don't believe and i said this to you mark and numerous times throughout the season and just not putting the players out to, to pull in these performances you know he's not that type of manager he wants his oh. team on the attack and fighting for every ball in every game and i've said it a few times at the start of last season mark and the start of this season that do the players pick and choose what games to turn up and i think that was one of those games yesterday you know but where do you see the starting 11 part it'll be completely different yeah definitely definitely it'll, I think. it'll, be, it'll be completely no, different stuff coming back like that yeah yeah, no, it, 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 go on, sorry, Mark. Yeah. No, when you go, tell us why we are talking. When you go, no, I was just going to say he won't, he won't, he won't accept, he won't accept those no. standards. No, he won't accept those standards from the players, and and the players, I'm sure, behind closed doors, will be made perfectly aware to them that those standards aren't acceptable. Aye. But you, you, you'll see, you'll have probably Kyogo starting up front, and you'll have Taylor back, and you'll have you'll have you'll have guys available that are going to be available. We've actually seen already how stubborn and is, Mark, this season with Jovanovic and, and Jake Marcus. And well, we saw how st- be out the door, I think, you know. We, hope, we saw how stubborn he was when Batati came out in the press and said that he was shattered last season, but yeah. I still picked him in every game. Exactly. You know, and if players are putting in that performance, Mark, they're not going to be long at Celtic, I think. You know? No. But I, I also think, though, Paul, he... he he put that down for his own, for his own knowledge to go right. I'm going to throw these guys out here and, and see and see what this. Test their mental ability. Yeah. In the, like, you know, you, you look at look at look at two guys who stand out. Like you, I've heard fellas saying, "Well, you know, it was the derby and it was this and that." Look at look at Juranovic's performance in his first game for Celtic. Mm-hmm. It was in it was in there and he played left back. If you look at that, Johnson. Johnston. As well, no, I'm going back a good few years, and this player that was an exception to the rule. But Moravchik was the only his second game for Celtic was against Rangers. So, mm-hmm. you you know, I mean, there's certain players have started have had their debuts in these games away from home as well, and mm-hmm. you know they've they've shone. So, I think I think Ange could have learned a little bit about a few players. I guess say, going maybe. <laughs> Maybe well, I maybe, can't trust this guy as much. Maybe it was a testy kind of character. Yes, I think, Mark, yeah, because... like You're not going to get much more poisonous t- atmosphere. Much no. and, you know but, that's my next point, Mark, is is it because no going into these games and if this attendance thing keeps carrying on, is it an advantage to the home teams, maybe at Celtic at home, with a full Celtic fans and Ibrox? That's, that's where it's going to be, isn't it? Yeah. You know, exactly. so I was there getting sick. It was like the fucking King's Carnation again on the television with all those fucking oh. Union Jacks. You know, they're not even on about that uh, early Barber said, but they were just in a, a halfway through a rendition of that song they sing about. Uh, they bought a flute for fifty pence, mm-hmm. and the commentator on Sky said something about oh, I Ibrooks Parks at Rocking or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? They're singing a song about F the Pope and that, and the, I, the commentators are saying, oh, "This is great. This is rocking, mate." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I noticed I, as well. I noticed as well. But Sky were turning the. They were. They were sound down. Aye, they were turning the. Yeah, but Mark, we're talking about like Celtic are going on about the safety of their players, the safety of their coaches. I and we, and we saw an instant again yesterday when there was a light for a at Yatta. 
you know, and it's, it was given to the fourth official. The fourth official gave it to a coin, it was a coin as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Official. There's going to be nothing done about that again. Like, and Celtic are key pointed out, like, this place isn't safe to be going to. What is Make no mistake, Paul. There's probably the same lunatics in Celtic are throwing something at that when oh, the Ranger Pelicans were a father. Do you know what I mean? But they're, they're not like my thing is the Scottish FA and kind of getting involved in this. Like if they're saying to the club, sort it out. But it's it's I, I, sort this out. I, I'm amazed that Sky. I'm amazed that Sky Sports haven't got involved in this and gone mm -hmm. lads. How can you? You how can you? In my opinion, how can you publicise and say? This is one of the biggest derbies in the world, one of the most fierce derbies in the world. And if you're a, an outsider looking in and you're not 100%, you're going, oh, I must watch this game. And you're going, how come there's no away supporters? Because mm -hmm. we saw no like in, in BT Sports there when they wouldn't let Chris Sutton and Hearts and then so fair enough, BT Sports pulled the team out of the uh, eye box and went off to Celtic Park and presented a final. Well, I mean, I remember that, but it's 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 I I I know I've heard loads of people saying they don't want any Rangers fans in Parkhead, and everyone is entitled to their opinion. But then I saw loads of people texting there last week on oh, after the winning hearts. Oh, it's going to be oh, so it's a shame there's no Celtic fans at Ibrox. You can't have a boat with. You can't, you know. <laughs> I my opinion, and I said it to you I'd as well. I'd, I'd 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 rather I'd rather I'd I'd much rather see. I'd so, much rather see it the old way. I would. Yeah. I'd much rather see it the old way. I think from I an atmosphere point and everything else, I think it's 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 unbelievable. And uh, you know that I would have know my opinion on this. That it can't happen now because they sold all these season tickets on the back of these games, didn't they? I did sell the season tickets for the seats, sir. Oh, I know, I know, they, I know it can't be, be I know it can't be done. I don't think it'll be changed for next season. Things don't know. But it but it but it could it could like what I'm saying is, someone should be stepping in and going. Oh, they should be started out for the season after, like, because it's be it's it's, it's a little bit. It's listen, it's brilliant in Celtic Park, and if you're a Rangers fan, it's obviously imagine brilliant in Ibrox. But from from a, from a, from, a, from a spectacle point of view, you, you can't tell me that like if you if when you're watching Celtic and there's that whatever is the, the Broomfield Lind is that what it's called. Where it was called as any friends or Broomlin in whatever. Broomlin stand yeah. Broomlin B R O O M L O N as to Okay, and Celtic score and they go ballistic and the rest of the stadium is bullying. Like that's that's nearly better than Celtic score and Celtic pack. You know, mm. it's it, it it was it, it all it was brilliant to watch, and I know it's all down to the fact of the celebrations and we've discussed it a million times over. But I know it won't go back anytime soon. You could even hear they were even discussing that, but I, I would love to see it back to even even if it was five thousand away in each in each crowd or whatever, yeah, something true. like that. Hey, good night, Brian. Thanks for joining yeah, us again, yeah. mate. See you later on. Before I go there as well, we'll go there we'll quarter there. Uh did you see the the Jersey towns going around with the hoops that has the kind of voice Yeah. Yeah. That supposedly is this. That supposedly is going to be the jersey for next season, uh, because Celtic are celebrating 120 years in the hoops next season. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very good. It, lo it looks lovely now. It looks lovely. That, that was, that's have. why it's white because the original hoops jerseys had kind of no crest in them. You know, and that's yeah, what yeah. that's what they're kind of going to replicate. 
So I I'm, I'm kind of, no, I've no decide on it, to be myself, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It'd be great to put the number back in the shorts. Aye, aye, definitely. That was brilliant. Why did they get rid of that? Was it of the country that they couldn't see them, or why was I that? I think it was the Mary David TV, TV stuff that you really involved in. I think it was the TV and stuff and, like that. And, and then the name started kind of coming on the back as well. But the tell Celtic they needed to put numbers on the shirts, and mm-hmm. I'm sure we Fergus put we we numbers on the sleeve, mm-hmm. and that just fucking I, I just pissed <laughs> them off even more. Do you know what I mean? But I, so I think it has made a day like the TV, so they get like for the commentators to see what players is actually. But I, it, it, that's what wasted Celtic tops. Mm-hmm. Do you know what yeah. I mean? When they started having to put the numbers on the back of them and that. Like, well, this know, one's called commercialism. Aye, that, aye, that's what it is as well. I used to remember, remember when you used to first put the numbers on it, it was like a big, huge white patch with the number then on the patch. Remember that? Used to, I think it was. I remember it was um, Paul. I can meet my mum having. To, I can meet my mum. I can meet my mum having to sit and physically sew, sew Celtic badges on the tops. They used to come in. A, it was like a. It was like, it was like a. a boxes you see shirts in these days sitting the book. They kind of things, and that's what they came. They came in. They came with that, and the patches and that were all there. And you could, your mum had to sit and sew, sew the patches onto the top and onto the shorts. You can imagine how we half of it. My mum was alright at sewing, but you, you can imagine <laughs> you can imagine so it's me and my pals in that the neck of their badges were like sitting like fight like ten degrees out of sink kind of thing in that these wonky badges in that. Off to the left. Off to the aye, left. Aye. Yeah. Some somebody's had them in the somebody's had the badge in the middle. And then so, other ones had it on the chest, and then the other ones had it in the wrong side and stuff like that, and everything, man. Someone's poor mother then getting caught at the, the stitch on Jan Vengo of Hesling. Imagine asking your mum to the, the, the price to, to get that printed onto your jersey, Jan Vengo, and he insisted in his whole name on the back of the jersey, didn't he? I know. You know, Jesus Christ! Like, I've, I've never, I've never in my life saw anybody wear one with that on a top. No, you know, no, I thought somebody, would, thought somebody would have done it just for a laugh. Do you know what I mean? I think, and, and he, he asked for Jan Van and he comes out with Chad Wee on us. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, it comes I was watching an ex-player yesterday, and. He reminded me of if he actually stayed at Celtic, what what he could have become, and and his skill set. Yes, there was still unbelievable. He still had the flicks. He had the, the flair of him. The, the running, Patrick Roberts for Sunderland yesterday. Oh, I thought we were going to say Gucci. No, Patrick Roberts, boy. I've saw I've saw he's getting kind of rave reviews in that. Paul. Yeah, you say that, aye. You know, and he was actually playing uh, kind of a, a right wing back role now. You know, because they were stuck with injuries, but didn't lose none of his pace up and down the line, bombing. And you know, if you're looking for a right ringer, I don't think no, he he'd come to send no. nice things. He said, no, but, but geez, he was a great player. It was the only time, really, Mark, that you saw James Forrest step up for Celtic. Was I love Paddy Roberts. I, I, I think he's a big player for us. Yeah, great. Player. But I think, but I think, I think, the father and speak to him. 
I think Andy did speak to him, and I, 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 I the, the, the rumors are that Pastor Cogler did speak to him at the start or something, and for whatever reason, maybe he just didn't see it in him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. kind of lost his way a bit, didn't he? He should be a, he should be a bit a higher level than Sunderland. That's what I'm okay. saying, yeah. But Mark, that's going on again. Is players leaving Celtic that little uh, bit too early when they should stay at Celtic for maybe another year, a year and a half or two? Do you know, you know, they're leaving too early. I, I but Paul, if you're a young player, right? you're, no, it's money, Mark. Yeah, uh, it's money, and you're saying, oh, wait, I'll leave, I'll leave in two years' time. What if you break your leg? Yeah, you know, you never get the chance of that big move again. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like what's the thing? It's like two two cheeks of the same arse. You know what I mean? You can see the kind of both sides of the kind of argument. But I I never blame any young player. I, I mean, it's like Tierney going. I was disappointed as any Celtic fan that Tierney left. But you can't grudge these young players a no. move when it comes along. Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, right? We right, we love Celtic as much as anybody, mm-hmm. right? But if you if me any of the three years were playing for Celtic and getting twenty grand a week, and somebody came in, Celtic accepted the bid and said, "Right, it's up to you." And they're you're going down in England or something like that. And they're going to give you eighty grand a week. You're off, Mark. It's a at the end of the day, it's your job. If you're doing a, your own job and you're in, if I was doing my job in work tomorrow, and a company doing the exact same thing across the road offered me triple the amount of wages to do the exact same thing, you'd leave. Aye. It's a simple thing. Every now and again, a Scott Brown will come along, and but there's always—I mean, there's extenuating circumstances with Scott Brown. Do you know what I mean? After what happened with his sister, he's dead close with his family and stuff like that. Like not just his wife. I'm talking about his extended family. Mm. So you've got things like that. He did maybe when he had the chances to go down to England, and he thought, oh, I can't, I can't he just not run to so and so's for a wee blather and a cup of tea on the quiet without hassle. And just, do you know what I mean? You look at things like that, McGregor's going to be another wide club man kind of thing. But the majority of players, and you've got to look at it with foreigners coming in. They all come in and they all fall in love with Celtic. But as you're saying, your turns, it's their job. And yeah. that, I mean, we know we know that the majority of foreign players that are coming into Celtic are coming in and using it as a stepping stone. I don't think we're going to see that mark anymore. I, I think it's going to be a long time that we're going to see an actual player spend so long that Scott Brown, Callum Mack and James Forrest, I think it's going to be a long time we're going to see that now, I think at Celtic. Aye, uh, aye. You would only see that, Paul, from a homegrown player. Yeah. Because because if they grow up to be, a Cel- if they're growing up in a Celtic fan or a Celtic ball boy like McGregor was and, and Tierney and all that, you'll, it, it, that's, that's all you've ever wanted to do. Is to play for Celtic, and those guys are willing to forego in McGregor's case vast sums of extra money. He'd rather stay at Celtic. That you know, it's it's like whereas whereas you look at it, you could have a bad Hitati, Chata, Starfield, for argument's sake. Those four could quite comfortably be, comfortably be gone in the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, if 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 you know if bits came in for all four of them and they were of of, of Good, good, you know, good value and good interest to Celtic. All and interest to the players. All four of those could be gone. I'm, I'm going to use them as examples now, but you know, I mean, there's the rumours of a, of a bad leaving to go to Southampton for ten million. How true that is, I don't That's know. Oh yeah, because Southampton got relegated yesterday. So you know, is that the relegator? Yeah, right? that's relegated. Yeah, so they're going to be selling more so than 
Town boy. You know? Maybe we could, if they get any decent players, we could get in and rip them off, we. Stuart Armstrong. <laughs> no, Mark, they're not, they're not fucking, not good, like, you know. There'd be one fella, actually, I would like, but I think he'd be out of our, out of our, out of our, our price range is better. Well, I don't see this. Yeah, the Irish goalkeeper, number one goalkeeper, Mark. But oh, right, is that who he's with, Southampton, yeah. aye? Yeah, mm. yeah. But he's in the game he's, he's injured. He was on the bench right. yesterday, but he was thinking that they paid about 18 million, I think. Was it to Man City for, for him, Terence? I think it was around that. It is, yeah, they paid big money, like, yeah. Decent money. See the thing about it, Paul. See a lot of players seem to sign for these like, teams in England that are, there's a chance of getting relegated. See, because of the cost cutting, the clubs even exactly they have to sell cheap, yeah, exactly. I cut the cut cut price deals and all that for to get them off the wage bill and stuff like that. So you can maybe pick them up for a bargain, you know. But it's the wages, the wages, the issue. That's the issue. To Andrew's system, he's great in his face. Surely, surely, surely we should. Surely we're paying more money than Southampton. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm. 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 Without even going to check up stuff and all that, I just I'd imagine we are kind of same level as Southampton. You would hope so, anyway. Do you know what? I'm, I even I, you'd like. I mean, I know they've bought a lot of players off, isn't that? But that was their kind of that was their stepping stone into the Premier yeah. League. That, but, do you know what I mean? They, they were never settling to Southampton. It was just a way mm. to get into the Premier League. I, I wouldn't imagine Southampton paying anybody really, really crazy money. You know, exactly. I don't know. I don't know what kind of the wage back with there on. Like it was the only thing. It was. It's just the revenue down there, Mark. The TV rights that's keeping a lot of these clubs. Oh, aye, aye. You know. Oh, Southampton's total wage bill for twenty twenty three is sixty five million. Jesus Christ! What's that? About fifteen million more than us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's some money, like. Yeah, but you, if you I go back, that's across the board, do you know yeah, what I mean? Terms, you just, go, if you go back to the individual if you went back to the Blenjen Rogers era, we were nearly at that. Aye, aye, we were, we were kind of pushing that then, weren't yeah, we? Were, we, we, want, uh, we? We want far, far behind that time because I remember when we when, when Ange came in, Mark, we were looking at the, the rages. And we were on the 60 mark that time, and Ange caught it about probably 15 million or something like that. He bought it down, you know what I mean? But, but as well, too, Paul, if you look at it, if you look at and you're dead right, but if you look at the two the two individuals you're talking about, most of Rogers' signings were guys that we we knew, yeah, you know, you're you're they're you know, name names they're going to be on good money. And they're coming from some of them are coming from the Premier League and guys or whatever, but it was names that we could all relate to. Pastor was buying lads from they obviously he did the J League that no one knew. And like I don't know what the J League wages are, but for argument's sake, if they come to Celtic and it's they're on originally three grand a week and they're coming to Celtic, Celtic and offer them the eight grand a week. Yeah, they don't have to offer them the twenty five grand a week that yeah. a Scott Sinclair or or who or Paddy Roberts or whoever it was these these all the players that, that Rogers was bringing in, do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? The the Dembele's all these guys, did you know? It's 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 a big it's a big difference there. Like so, but I understand your point. But 
But yes, but if you look at it, if you look at it now, that if if they were if they were renewing Celtic contracts, uh-huh. the Celtic wage bill would certainly increase because Kyogo's yeah. wage would go up, but Hattie's wage would go up, Maeda's wage would go up. Do you know, mm-hmm. all, I mean, you could keep going hey, through the team. Do I need you know, to choke Mark to that value. You were saying I go to uh, rumors that the league one day the midfielder we're looking, suppose we were looking at anything to that, or is it just? Or rumour to Japanese boy. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I put that on the forum weeks ago, Paul, we were scouting him. <clears throat> uh, we've scouted him, we've been scouting him for a while and we spoke to his agent. It's a transfer that, that might happen. There's a chance it could happen, but we're definitely in for him, I. Here's my next question to you. So, are we having too many yes. players in our team? A hundred percent. I was going to say that, Paul. I think a hundred percent. players, ten players that, that we're saying we're lacking at the moment. They, they, these physiques and stuff like that. I definitely think. I definitely think so because I, when I saw that, I thought to myself, like, you could realistically have a day where Celtic could feel with maybe eight uh, Japanese, South Korean, whatever the nation is. You could literally have it about seven or eight of them and starting in one game. Now, technically, some of them are excellent, but I don't know the physicality of some of them. And again, I go back to the centre back yesterday to be out most of the. I I would, I have no problem with what the player, the stand, the, the level of player that's there. Most of them are, are, are have been very good or excellent in certain cases, but I wouldn't like to be a situation where Celtic have got eight, nine, ten Japanese players, not or. To the front or South Korean players or something like that. I, I'd rather, I'd rather be a good balance, a mixture of European players as well. Yeah, because I'm looking like we go, we look long term, Mark right? When and eventually Celtic like it's going to happen someday, and the next manager comes in and he's stopping a lot of aging players that maybe right. is not suited to where he wants to play. Like we're we're, we're, we're caught then, really, aren't you? I that, that's another thing, Paul. And- me, me and Mikey were talking about this yesterday and we, we were saying it was Mikey that said to me but, but think about it if they all, if all the Asian based players eventually get caught up for international duty uh-huh. Look, we always mind Rogic when he used to have to go and do all that travelling but mm-hmm. I know Rogic was a bit a different thing he was always a bit iffy fitness wise but are we it's, I'd be wanting six, seven, eight of our first team players flying halfway around the world for these, and then coming back, you know, a Friday and we're playing the week. Do you know what I mean? You've got, to, and I do, I mean, you've got to we trust in Ange, and there's obviously plans behind what he's doing, but it's even down to the homegrown real Europe stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah, exactly what, 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 what James is saying there, like about the homegrown players, unless no Mark. Ange is going to do a big clear out of fringe players in the summer. You know, I'm expecting the likes of Zaro to come back, a Yesi, Barkas. There's going to be, I think there's going to be. That, uh, that Dura Gahidi guy, Stuart McCarthy, Gucci. I think there's going to be a big clear out mark this season. Mm. And I actually mm. think we're actually going to find it hard to get rid of James McCarthy, Mark, because he's on good wages no. and he's injury record. He's, 
Oh, he's not in that good a wage, Paul, because his deal, his deal was a lot to do with performance. He had to play games to get the kind of top uh-huh. top level. Mm-hmm. But so he'll probably just get a payoff, Paul, and be on his way. Mm-hmm. I, I'd rather, Paul, and I'm just giving it as, a, as a, an example, I'd rather, if they're looking at a midfielder like that, I'd rather Celtic go for someone like that 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 Devlin fella from Hearts, I think he's a fine player. I like, he's, I like him. I like he's, him. he's a he's a right feisty player. He's he's a real battler. He's a doesn't mind the tackle. He doesn't mind leaving the building. I I I. Any time I've watched him against Celtic, I've been impressed. He gets forward. Hmm? Plus, he's Australian as well. So Andrew's you can have obviously Ange talk to him after the game. Yeah. You know, well, even you know, even regardless of that, any time I've watched him playing against Celtic, yeah. I've been impressed with him. I've been yeah. impressed with him. Like I mean, he's. Dirty tackles, the right proper tackles. But even if even if even if they are a little bit dirty, Paul, what about it? They could do with something like that as well. That's what, that's what, what, I'm, that's, that's what I'm talking no, about. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not like the, the lunch dog challenge, Mark. That would break your leg. Do you know what I mean? No, no, it's hard. It's hard to tackle. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather be looking at a guy like him, who you 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 know he's already in the league. He knows the situation. I don't. I'm not having. I'm not passing any aspersions on the the Chinese or the Japanese fella. I don't know how good or bad he is. But like Celtic have have, a, have already one or two other uh, midfielder fellas that haven't really played much that Ange has brought in Japanese fellas. I I I would really I would rather them go for a guy like that Devlin fella who you know what you're going to get. Like you know I you know it's going to get straight away. Like I guarantee, if we sign another Japanese player. We're going to see Cantwell coming to Celtic Park, talking to these players, asking them how can he grow his TikTok over in South Asia because TikTok is huge over there. Guarantee you. You know, he tell him he dresses up as Beyonce and he dresses with young girls and he sees it would, it would you, What? Yeah. There's no way, that, there's no way that's going to happen, is it? He wouldn't give me a drink of water. He's not going to ask him how to fucking sell TikTok videos. His TikTok business is booming, don't you get me? It's booming. He wants to take that TikTok to the next level. He's going to have to grow in Asia. Think that's how we sent for him just to get, get likes and fucking followers on TikTok. Sure, he's fucking still doing this. He's still doing yeah, it. I've been not here. No, but really, right. See what you were saying earlier on. Like, i about acting the hard man in that. He's a big streak of piss. That's what I'm saying, yeah. TikTok. But, but, how's, he, how, how's he getting away with that? But that's you know? what I'm saying. If you had if you had a if you had a fella like a, like that Cammy Devlin fella in the middle of the field, that would be finished, that would be ended and ended fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't he but would he go through him. We need another player like Alistair Johnson that's going to get stuck in and he's not going to get bullied on the pitch. But mind, but mind the, when they, they first signed him, they didn't even put a real picture of him. It was like a drawing where all his muscles were all kind of defined out as if he was some kind of big hulking guy. And then I saw him and he was just this big, long streak of piss hen. So um, do you remember the film? Um, where, where Will Farrell was in his that Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory. When I, hate that, I hate him, I know. I hate you. That, is it Luke Wilson he's called with a big nose in that? No. Oh no, it's the other day. This fella's fucking a little tiny little thing. I don't know what he's doing. Oh, are you? Are you? Are you? I know who you're talking about. The skater. <laughs> you know, I think that 
we, we need another player like Alistair Johnson. Definitely. I, I think Devlin could be, if, if we're looking for someone to terms what you're saying, players that we actually know and, and we know him, that he could actually... But is he good enough for Europe or, you know? I'd be good enough in Scotland, Paul. You won't know until you try. You won't know until you try, Paul. Aye, but in fairness, and he, every time he's played, every, every time I've seen him play, he he looks an impressive player. Mm-hmm. You know, even for Australia in the world, even for Australia in the world, copied him well. He said it. No, he, he, it's like um, that player, Mark, that Dundee United had at that time. That he used to always dominate the midfield against us, the the centre midfielder that he just oh. always gets stuck in. You know. He, he reminds me of that. Aye, like for, of I, I, I can't even mind his name now, Paul. You know, was that it, was a big was it, was it Fuchs or something like that? Was it Fuchs? Something like that, Terence. Aye, Fuchs, was it? Yeah, he's a decent player. Like. That was a big, was, uh, was, was a big that, blow to Dundee United yesterday, losing 3-1, Ross County. Aye. You know? Aye, looking a bit grim for them. Yeah, that was the oh. kind of a must win. You know, must win. Uh, folks, I have to go. I don't know if yourself and Mark are, are staying on. Or... I, I could just go if you want, Terence. That's it. I cloak, bud. Yeah. No, no, it's up to yourself. It's up to yourself. I, I mean, I, go and I can chat for another few minutes if you like. No problem. No, we'll, we'll stay on for a wee, for, for five or whatever long. Just before you go, Paul, in case anybody's not seen this, I meant to put it up earlier on. Fucking right there, it's there. Can you see that? Mm-hmm. Today was a long way in making the paid job for West of Sea, the 19th century ter- terrorist. It's you know, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> we'll, get the 12, we'll get the 12th of July you look forward to. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, what do they live on like? Imagine, imagine even that. Imagine actually taking your time out your life to go and type that into a computer. Yeah, you know. It's, but but that's, the beauty, the beauty about it is, they live off the notion that after yesterday's result, oh, we 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 have him sourced. We know what he can do. We've we started our system. We blah blah blah. All the rest of it, and that'll suit Celtic down to the ground. They 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 actually think after yesterday that there's no. As I said, mm-hmm. there's no gap, and we have we have Angus ticket and blah, all the rest of it, and these players are after coming in, and Cantwell is now probably worth fifty million, and some people's eyes up there, and all the rest of it. Oh, it's even yesterday watching the game, terms they were talking about that goalkeeper they had, that McCrory, Jesus and they said, God. "Oh, it's only his fourth game for Rangers." And here he did a decent enough game, but I'm sitting saying to myself. I bet you they're daft puns sitting watching that game. Mark, the two games we, we, we could get, we could get ten two games we played poorly against Aye. Rangers. But there'll be daft puns sitting there watching that yesterday and saying, here, we could get 10 or 12 million for him. That, that's mm-hmm. the mentality. Do you get what I mean? Every play, It's like I keep saying, every Celtic player is judged by the last kick. Try hard, they're getting, they're getting close to 12 million each between Roof and uh, Callback. Roof. Jesus oh, Christ. Really? Even the Celtic forever. They're a bit late to the show. Paul's going away and me and Terence are just going, it's here, Bobby, somebody else, if somebody else wants to come on, I'll put the yeah. link out. 
do because I'm actually am going to go, Mark, because the little fella is just bawling, crying oh, here. Right, and just right, go we'll just and give me. That's it. We just said thanks, Terence. Good to have you back, boy. Cheers, lads. Good, good podcast with you again tonight. Onwards and upwards, and let's get the treble done. And we'll have the bag and rights for for next year. The only thing Rangers will have next year is Ian Beale's mole might actually next season. That's what Paul should start a TikTok Ian Ian Beale's mole. You know, fucking team will start talking to me by that. You know, that's it, lads. Mark, right? No bother. Right, thanks again, Paul. Brilliant to see get you back on, Terence. I know I've been speaking to you, but it's good to get you back on. And Cheers, everybody that. Everybody that joined us, I hope you've enjoyed it as usual. Uh, no, I've not enjoyed it as usual. I hope you've enjoyed it. And as usual, if you don't, uh, hit this like button. If you have not subscribed, please do uh, and leave a comment if you can, because it helps the algorithm. And everybody that listens back on other platforms and that, thanks very much for all the support and that. Hail, hail, good night and God bless. Jeez, I know where that can't thing came from. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumors TV YouTube channel.